0: Hi everyone, Uh, this is the first episode of the Lazy People podcast, the podcast about all things related to professionals in the technology business. My name is Errol Baikal and I'm here with my co-host Medzian. And in this first episode, basically, because it's an introductory episode, um, we thought it'd be a good idea to um, sort of uh, find out who Med is, what he does, what he's into, and um, the tools he uses, etc. cetera. Um, is that OK with you, Med? That's great. OK, so here, here's my first question to you then. Zion. who are you? Can you briefly tell us who you are?
1: Yes, I can do that. um so Medzian is a um, is a software engineer a senior software engineer focusing on mobile uh, and when needed cloud and what comes with it or what comes around it. Um, the current technologies uh you being used these days is uh, xamarin I've been in this for the last eight nine years before that, also doing development, I went through PHP, bit of plus plus Pascal was what I started with. Um, so it's a, um, it's a development software development carrier in a sense.
0: Yeah. Okay. And um you you mentioned some of the technologies that you used, but I want to ask it in a in, in from a different angle. So you have uh, a, about a decade if not more of professional experience in software development. Can you tell us uh, about um like your resume, um what companies that you work for, what type of products that you work on, etc.
1: Uh sure. So, my resume spans, it has different uh, sections, let's put it this way, or, or different uh, blocks. And the way I like to, to, to um, categorize them is that there was a, the, what most people like to say, right? Uh, this life and the, the life before. So, uh, the life before being the state. So, in the state, I worked for, um, um, uh, the main company I worked for was uh, Intuit, it's a publicly traded uh, company. Uh, we had uh, software uh, related to accounting and um, and uh, taxes, preparation of taxes, whether for professionals or for um, um, uh, the general public. Uh,
0: you you that was in that was in uh, in Dallas, right? Correct,
1: that was in uh, Plano, Texas, exactly, at north of Dallas.
0: Yeah, taxes in Texas. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> 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 and then. And then we have the uh, the current life, which is the one in Belgium, and the one in Belgium is um, I started with a um, with the with adventure venture into building an online um, an online business for um, uh, a bookstore uh, that had a lot of stores but did not have presence online. So um, I um, I did that for four years, and then after that back into um, full time uh, development, mainly mobile development. And that was with um, a couple of companies uh, focusing uh, specifically on mobile uh, applications.
0: This uh, bookshop or this chain of bookshops that you used to work for, is it like a, a known brand or company? Yeah, it's a known
1: uh, company in uh, in Brussels. Uh, it's Bibliopolis. Um, a known one in Brussels and in, uh, in the uh, Wallonia part, uh, not so much in Flandre. Uh, in
0: yeah, uh, if I'm not mistaken, um, you also worked um, quite some years at uh, Proximus, the uh, Belgian uh, telecom provider. And m- multimedia provider these days as well. Correct. What did you do there?
1: Correct, correct. So um, I also uh, also um, worked for uh, Proximus, uh, working on the uh, Proximus TV application. Um, and that's the uh, mobile application that lets you watch TV on your phone, basically. Um, so, um, yeah, I was there for a good two to three years. And uh, the main uh, highlight of that is that transition from uh, Windows mobile development to the, the uh, Xamarin uh, uh, platform. Uh, that was a uh, that was a really good um, experience to have. That, uh, that's that's that that's take over from <laughs> from from Windows into Android and iOS uh, using Xamarin.
0: So basically, the the application that um, you and the team were building allowed people who have <clears throat> a, a Proxima subscription to basically log in on their Android and, and uh, iOS um, on their iPhones to, to watch live TV and, and uh, a backlog, like a catalog of, of uh, video on demand.
1: Exactly. Um this is among other functionalities that come with it like uh scheduling something to be recorded or or watching or or keeping up with the scores of the world cup or uh things similar to um to this uh to what comes with the tv experience
0: yeah that's a for for belgian standards that's actually pretty high profile application um i would i'm guessing now but i think you would have um over one million uh Active users on an application like that, because you know Belgium has a population of of uh, ten million. Um, if you divide them equally between uh, Telenet, the the other big provider, if, if uh, Proximus is like uh, five million, then, uh, you know, if twenty percent of them, you know, are, are in, of the household, households, households um, use the application. That's that's a lot of uh, usage, and uh, it's a media streaming application, so. It's, Probably a challenging project, no?
1: Well, absolutely. It's a it's a huge it's a huge uh, project on itself. Uh, the number of users is, is a big number. Now I couldn't tell you the exact number. One because I forgot. Two, um, I wouldn't be able to tell you uh, um, uh, because of uh, uh, contract NDA, purposes. yeah, yeah, um, mm. or, or contract reasons. But yeah, it definitely, uh, this is a large scale, um, operation. It's, it's, uh, it able to, to have, um, uptime when everyone is deciding at that one moment to watch one thing at the same, at, at same time, same moment, same, yeah, it's uh, it's, it's, it's challenging, uh, but it's a huge infrastructure behind it. Yes.
0: Yeah. Maybe this is a good way to. Um, pivot into the uh, the technology side of things. Because <clears throat> you mentioned that e- the application when you started there was a Windows Phone application. Could have misunderstood you there, but eventually you we were working on a uh, Xamarin application. Um, can you tell me briefly what uh, Xamarin means uh, in the mobile world? Sure.
1: So this is where opinion <laughs> kicks in, right? Um, so Xamarin is a um, cross-platform uh, development um, uh, 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 solution that lets you um, um, develop, per se, uh, one time and uh, create multiple uh, applications for different platforms, whether for uh, Android, iOS, um, Apple TV, Android TV, uh, Mac OS. Um, So um, that's what um, uh, Xamarin is. Now, um, Microsoft had acquired the company um, and um, it's in the process of giving it a different um, image or different name. Uh, They uh, try now to make it look like it's a UI, a UI um, framework and not so much um, uh, a whole, a whole uh, framework uh, uh, for for the um, for the logic, um, and the reason for that is um, we see that Microsoft now is also pushing for uh, .NET standard and uh, and .NET by itself .NET five, that would be f- cross-platform compatible. Um,
0: so um, mm-hmm. so just to to sort of recap it. Um, uh, Xamarin um, was an open-source um, uh, company uh, a company with an open-source uh, project uh, that was uh, acquired by Microsoft a few years ago. It is uh, built on Mono, the open-source uh, implementation uh, of .NET, and it allows you to write in C Sharp um, uh, logic and UI, which then can be run on... Uh, iPhones and Androids and Macs and basically the idea is you write it once gets compiled into um, sort of uh, native um, and then uh, you get um, the best of both worlds in theory being uh, native level performance with uh, write once, run everywhere uh, logistics. Is that about right? I could not have said it better. (laughs) Okay. and today you are still doing Xamarin and I know this because um basically uh I'm in your team uh and we're we're both working on uh, Xamarin applications. Um so could you tell me about uh, Xamarin today versus when you were using it a few years ago uh at Proximus?
1: Yes. Um so uh it's it has been, even when Xamarin when was a diff, was an independent company from Microsoft, they had um, a really fast um, uh, fast um, evolution, meaning the, the products get a lot of updates, a lot of new components pretty quick, given that also the, the, the product is based on supporting other platforms. So basically if, uh, let's say iOS, Let's suppose Apple introduces something new that runs on an iPhone. Well, Xamarin has to do the work really quick to link that into that C-sharp code you talked about to be able to write it in C-sharp and end up in the iOS app. Now, uh, the fears were this huge giants of Microsoft is gonna acquire this small company and they're gonna lose their flexibility to deliver quick. But it has not uh, been the case. Meaning the fears were uh, did not come to Unfounded. Rent. Exactly. Yeah. So we do see that it does evolve. Uh, it did. It, we see that there's a frequent update. We see new components every day. We see more things that we can basically do in um, in uh, in C sharp. Develop it one time and and uh, spit it out. Uh, so. W- I think Xamarin has changed a lot. Uh, Now um, we are edging Xamarin 5, which would be the last Xamarin uh, release, uh, or at least um, major release. Um, When I say last, that means it's going to change name. I call it change name, but it would transition to uh, MAUI, Microsoft MAUI, Uh, and that's another uh that's that, that's actually the the, the consequence of the, tra- the, the acquisition right Big company buys a small company and it will make its um a product uh, different, a bit at least look different but i call it a transition because uh it's impossible for microsoft to lose all the the the, the momentum it has with xamarin and simply because it wants to to go to something else.
0: So um, can I can yeah. I briefly interrupt you? Oh, d- do you want to wrap it up? Because I have, I want to ask you like a tangential question. Go for it. Go. So you you spoke about momentum, uh, the momentum of of uh, Xamarin, and um, I think that's um, uh, a pretty serious statement. Um, could you elaborate on that? Why do you call it a momentum? Because uh, in my opinion, uh, Xamarin is one of the more popular and successful um, uh, cross-platform frameworks for mobile, mainly not because Xamarin was also a, a good basis to, to begin from, but also because Microsoft threw a lot of its weight behind it to get it where it is. Because Microsoft today is obviously a different Microsoft than 10 years ago. But um, I think the word momentum sort of encapsulates that so Xamarin is, is, is not um, like a niche product, is it?
1: Well, it, at the beginning, um, you had when, when before, before the acquisition, before Microsoft acquired uh, Xamarin, um, Xamarin was used um, by what we could call a uh, fanboys in a sense. There were people that really believed in it and they jumped to it really early, although uh, they had some trouble in really taking the benefits of cross-platform with it. Uh, they were able to do it, but it was a bit limited, but they really believed in it. And you have the vast majority that really took um, took a, a stand in a sense to say, well, no, we're not sure yet. Now, when Microsoft took over, it pushed the the, the um, all the microsoft or the windows developers let's
0: call them the the enterprise uh okay
1: exactly yeah so it it kind of got these people to 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 feel good about okay hey don't be afraid of this xamarin we're behind it now and, and just use it and that gets you more i i use a, a larger user base they also got rid of the, the 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 licensing fee that used to be with the previous company yeah, that's so correct. that helps yeah. at least uh get more people into the game and not be afraid to um uh to depend on it. And we also
0: I actually I actually paid that fee, you know, um back in the day before the uh acquisition. Yeah. Um so yeah. <laughs> it's and it was for the enterprise license uh I believe it was, was pretty hefty. The, the 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 freelancer one was uh I think around a thousand. Yeah, okay. Uh, the the enterprise license was um I'm, we're talking U.S. dollars here, of course. Yeah. yeah. But um, so you were saying, okay, the the Microsoft name um, probably um, uh, equates in in uh, a lot of people's minds to longevity support because Microsoft is really known for you know longevity and support. They they don't just throw away things that uh, they they're not like some other major companies who might release something and and then. 18 months down the road, you hear like, oh, it's, it's been canceled. <laughs> not, not to name any names. And you, you think this had like an impact on bringing on board uh, um, a new generation of, of users then?
1: Well, the enterprises that definitely helped them to be able to, to jump to, um, to Xamarin. Um, so this gave you a bit of so this gave you a bit of people wanting to try Xamarin and, and developing for it. Um, and and that, that, that contributes to that momentum I talked about. But there's another momentum actually. Um, so back then there was a big discussion between between cross-platform development or native development. This is what we heard about back then when it was phone gap and, and, and the likes. And now you don't hear that discussion too much, although it does exist. But when you have more more big companies coming with proposing at least um, cross-platform um, solutions development solutions um, now i'm referring precisely to google with their flutter and also referring to facebook with their um, react native um, now this gives you this this kind of puts gets more people focus on this cross-platform solutions and this is where Zimring gets a good uh, spotlight, uh, given that it's been around for a, for a long time, uh, given that Microsoft is behind it. Um, so this is where that's this why I call it a momentum. Um, it's 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 a yeah. peak right now, actually.
0: Okay, well <clears throat> maybe in a future episode we can really delve into um, what it is to. Um, write cross-platform software uh, with Xamarin, what it means to do cross-platform versus using native um, Swift Objective-C or Java Kotlin. Um, But today, um, there is one more thing that I want to add to um, the development of Xamarin post-Microsoft acquisition is the uh, improvement of the tools. Um, So the IDE, uh, which used to be, I think it was uh, in Mono Studio, Uh, back in the day, and then it was rebranded into Visual Studio by Microsoft. And one of the things where I saw a lot of progress in is the amount of effort that Microsoft put into um, making the IDE more usable, more Um, full-featured. I think that is um, where Xamarin was lacking compared to um, more mature... uh, IDs, such as uh, Xcode or Visual Studio on Windows?
1: Well, d- definitely. Um, so um, Xamarin back then used to have the, um, for, for PC at least, used to have the uh, Xamarin uh, Studio. Uh, it did not compare, obviously, to Visual Studio, which is an IDE that's being used by anything you want to do you know, made by Microsoft. And this stage we see that it's, you could use it for anything, even non-Microsoft um, uh, code. So uh, definitely, um, the, the Xymarin benefited from, from, from this IDEs. Also now you see us use um, uh, just brains writer, uh, uh, which is um, again, it's uh, um, uh, it just, a, it just adds more flexibility or, or adds more to that tool, toolkit or tool set that we have to develop. So definitely a good point.
0: Okay, well, I think um, we can uh, wrap it up for today. Um, We've reached our our time limit for today. Is there uh, any closing remark you want to add before we wrap up, Matt? Yes, I have a question
1: for you, actually.
0: Oh, what's up with the
1: with this uh with the podcast? What's what's the why do we why are we doing this podcast?
0: Um I don't know. <laughs> that's a good question, Matt. So first of all, um there's a lot of podcasts. Um a lot of technology podcasts. Uh, I don't think ours is any different than uh, the slew of other podcasts or, you you'll find um, around it's a pretty full market uh but i think it's 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 just my conviction yeah correct me if i'm wrong but i think we have a podcast because you and i have been working together for um over a year now and we both like to talk a lot we're very opinionated and um i think we can just box this up like put in a packaging and um uh, I think it'll be fun when we involve our network of people that we know in, in who are working in technology. Um, I think that's about it. Like, did I miss something? Why do you think we're having this podcast? Like, why does this exist?
1: Well, I, I think it goes, I think uh, deep down it comes from, from generosity. And what I mean is, you know, like you mentioned, we like to provide opinions. We discuss a lot of topics. But the idea is for us. Let's go ahead and share this one with someone else. Maybe someone else would would like to um, to hear a different perspective. Maybe we we'll bring it uh, into the subject. So yeah, it's a, let's package what we discuss. For example, uh, and and let's see. Maybe we have other interests uh, and other people interested in 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 what we say. And let's see if we can um, maybe help someone else. You know. Um, so. Um, yeah, I think it's we have maybe uh 80% of the um the reasons are are shared here and it remains that tiny bit of a uh, personal you know uh, you know personal uh, pushers <laughs> that are a bit different. Yeah.
0: No, you know Med, um you know you know me in, in uh real life as well, so you know I, I really I really uh, talk a lot. So for me, um, just recording, like we, we have a lot of discussions, uh, you and I, um, about all sorts of technology topics. And it's just very low effort for us to record this. And um, I really look forward to um, actually, once we're pretty much done with setting up the format to uh, having people that we can interview, uh, because uh, we are both very inquisitive. Um, I think we really like to ask uh, questions that make people think, you know, puts them sort of in a, in a hard place to answer, but um, that's, that's just the, the, the fun part of it, right? Uh, make people think before they answer. Um, so it'll be good and all. No,
1: looking forward to it, it's perfect.
0: Okay, well, uh, that's it for our first episode. Oh, and. Today is what is is the the fourth of January. Um, so happy New Year to you, Matt. Happy New Year. And um, yeah, uh, I'll catch you something. Bye.